Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading Morning Star from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with number 47, chapter 4, part 3, pages 102 through 104. Examples of the Blessed Virgin Mary's hope recorded in the Gospels. The Blessed Virgin Mary loved the virtue of virginity and vowed to God her eternal chastity. However, by divine inspiration, she married Joseph and shared a home with him as her protector. Moreover, with Joseph as a guide, she traveled to foreign lands and deserted places where only God could see them. Whose trust in God's care and providence could be greater than Mary's? She abandoned all doubts and sincerely believed that Joseph would not be a threat to her chastity, unlike other husbands, but instead would protect and guard her, as well as preserve his own chastity on earth like the angels in heaven. Although it is hard to express in words how very important the virtue of chastity was to the Blessed Virgin Mary, yet as soon as she realized that God himself wished her to both keep her chastity and to enter into a marital union with Joseph, Mary put all her trust in God's goodness, being certain that fulfilling marital obligations would not interfere with keeping the vow of chastity. This example teaches us how to always trust in God's goodness and to be sure that if he inspires us to take a vow or resolution, he will also provide help and means to fulfill it. If, for instance, we want to take a vow of chastity in a religious order or some other walk of life, we will not be lacking necessary help to fulfill it. The Blessed Virgin Mary noticed Joseph's distress, which, not knowing the mystery of the conception, was thinking of leaving her. How greatly must she have trusted God, since she said nothing, trusting that God himself would soon deliver Joseph from worries and doubts, and would not allow the Holy Family to be broken apart. She also believed that her undefiled purity would be cleared from all suspicion, and that all of it would serve the greater glory of God and salvation, and the salvation of St. Joseph and the whole human race. Mary's heroic hope and great trust brought it about that she kept silence about this great mystery even before her beloved and only awaited help from heaven, which soon came. This example teaches us never to doubt in God's help, not even in the face of the greatest difficulties, and to believe that whatever happens that may jeopardize our property, our good name, or even our life, God will always come to our aid and either remove the difficulties or transform them into our spiritual benefits and his greater glory. For God, whose very nature is goodness, takes fatherly care of those who serve him devoutly and offer themselves and all that they have according to the words of the psalm. The salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their refuge in their time of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them from the wicked and saves them. That's from Psalm 37, verses 39 and 40. If you ask why God bestows such blessings upon the righteous, this same psalm will answer, because 
they take refuge in him. That's Psalm 37, verse 40. When the Blessed Virgin Mary noticed the shortage of wine at Cana in Galilee and feared that the newlyweds might be ashamed because of it, she turned to Jesus with great trust. Up until that time, Jesus did not perform any miracles nor confirm his divinity by miraculous signs. The Mother of God was the first to believe that her son could remedy this deficiency in a miraculous way. Although the Holy Virgin greatly desired to help, she never pressed Jesus to grant her request, but simply indicated the need to him. Such is the mark of people who trust in God that, after performing their duty, they entrust everything to God's will, knowing that he will do what brings them consolation and greater glory for him. They expect nothing else from God. In this next section, Venerable Casimir reflects on the examples of Mary's hope that we see in the Gospels. There are examples of Mary's trust and hope in God in her accepting God's plan to be married to Joseph and to become the mother of Jesus despite her love of virginity and the tradition of her vow from childhood of eternal chastity. She trusted and hoped in God when the Holy Family had to flee to Egypt to save Jesus' life. She was living in foreign lands, uh, all alone with her family, with no other family to protect her, but she trusted that Joseph would safeguard her and watch over her and uh, respect her uh, vow of chastity. She trusted and she hoped in God's plan for her life. Joseph himself had doubts at the beginning when God's plan was not yet clear to him. Mary didn't try to intervene, but she waited patiently for God to clear things up. What restraint Mary showed in remaining silent and trusting in God. God is a loving Father who will always take care of each of his children. Mary hoped and believed at Cana in the midst of an awkward situation. She knew that Jesus would take care of it. Even though up until that time he had not performed any public miracles, he had been living a hidden life. She indicated the need and then she stepped back, leaving room for him to act. Let us pray for the grace of a deeper trust and hope in God's providence and in his care for us. If you would like to receive a Venerable Servant of God, Kazmir Vyshinsky, prayer card, visit shopmercy.org. Now let's pray for his beatification and intercession. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, joy of the saints, make us glad by raising to the honors of the altar your faithful servant, Casimir, and grant us the zeal to imitate him on our way to holiness. Amen. O God, merciful Father, in the heart of your servant Casimir, you aroused such a great zeal for accomplishing corporal and spiritual deeds of mercy. Deign to grant to us, through his intercession, the grace for which we implore you. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is recommended that this prayer, recited for a particular intention, be complemented by confession and Holy Communion. Please send news about any cure or other graces received from God through the intercession of Father Kazimir Vyshinsky, requests for biographies and prayers, as well as any other correspondence to the following address. Vice Postulator of the Marian Causes of Canonization, Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, to Prospect Hill Road, Stockbridge, Massachusetts, 01262. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.